All right, what's up, y'all? Welcome to our first rendition of Stacker Sports Podcast. I'm here with Tristo, TiVo, and the general. What up, y'all? What's up, what's up? Yeah, man, it's a great day, a historic day. It's time to get rich. So let's talk about the most important thing since we're about a week out. We got the NBA coming back. Time for everybody to get paid. I love basketball. Man, man. I can't wait, bro. I cannot wait. Okay. You guys already make picks for that yet? Have you looked at uh, actually before we go into that though? The the season totals. Have you guys looked at that? Because some of them are way too low, and I I've been picking them like crazy. No, I haven't even looked at them. I haven't either. I didn't even know like I didn't even know that was like a little section to be honest. Yeah, you can bet. So you can bet on futures for the season win totals, and they're all usually around. Like every team has around the same one. So like a lot of teams just have like thirty or like thirty-four wins, and you generally like that's too low. That's easy, bro. And there's some teams that that are just like the highest that it goes is forty-six, which is the Lakers, and they should get over forty-six too. So like it's some. Yeah, so low key, I could see the thirty though. I could. It's understandable with how short the season is gonna be. Yeah, and it was a lot of switches and stuff this year too. So like, yeah, I, and they coming off like some of them teams playing in the bubble, like they didn't get as much time off as the people that didn't even make the playoffs. So, yeah. Who y'all think's gonna win the East? That's tough. Uh, I'm just looking at what Brooklyn's doing right now, just without a, even chemistry yet, and it's looking nasty. I think it'll come down to the Nets and uh, Miami. I can't call it past them two, but it's got to come down to them. You don't think Boston has a chance to get, uh, chance to get back? I, I I don't think that Jeff Teague is a good enough piece to try to get them over the hump. But the way Miami played last year, and then you got KD playing and Kyrie, hopefully if he can stay healthy. And I'm watching in, uh, the Nets, like, preseason game against them right now. And, bro, the Nets is they're doing their job. That's what I'm saying. Everybody knows I'm a Boston fan, and I want them to come out the East. I do. I think they could do it, but with Kemba Walker's knee, I, it's going to be a lot harder this year, honestly. They got some more depth, but to get past Miami and uh, and uh, the Bucks and that, it'll be tough. Plus, with the Nets, there, there's like three, four teams that can get it. So, well, I, I can't really make a prediction on that. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm just looking at what we look. I'm just looking at how they're looking right now. I feel you. As far as that Boston pick, I'm with you. They added depth and shooting, which is like the main thing they needed. Yeah, they, I feel like if they got to face the Bucks at any time, like I don't think they would. I'm not. Uh, I don't think they would make it past the Bucks this year because, like the Bucks, they did good until they got to, you know until they got to Miami. Like it was a supporting cast as a whole from Giannis down to Eric Bledsoe. Like I, Eric Bledsoe wasn't that good. The supporting cast wasn't good at all. So they got Drew Holiday now, who's a little better than a little better playmaker. He can set some shit up. So Giannis isn't the main one holding the ball and shit like they do with Harden. So, because against that Miami series, like, bro, they just put up a wall and like shut Giannis down. So you got Drew Holiday. I think he had better pick up that Eric Bledsoe for sure. Yeah, it's for sure a better two way off top. What about the West? It's coming back down to the Lakers again. Yeah, 
Yeah, it has sure. to. It has to. Yeah. They, they got better. Like they yeah. they added they no. got they got treads. Uh, they they replaced Rondo. I I can't even remember the roster off the top of my head. They got uh, Schroeder. Yeah. 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 They just got significantly better, and I, I don't see how they don't go back. And they got Mark Gasol, too. Like, they picked up another big, a good big who can shoot and play, make, and do everything. Yep. That's an upgrade for sure. Okay. So, y'all know I'm a Houston fan, so, you know, I always have a little bit of hope for that. <laughs> I'm just I'm just hoping we don't change trade James for yeah. a bag of chips. And I for sure they're going to, though. I for sure don't want Ben Simmons, bro. I'll legitimately like throw away my family. What? I don't want bro, Ben Simmons. Why would you why would you not want Ben Simmons? He's another playmaker for the Rockies. But bro, I will I don't want playmaking over somebody who's gonna give me a guaranteed 29 30 every night with all bro, the playmakers that's, they have around. No, bro, no. Talk to me. Ben about Simmons, it, Ben Simmons is definitely a great pickup for the Rockies. Definitely a great pickup. But do you think Ben Simmons' playmaking is going to outweigh James Harden's impact at the end of the day? Bro, Ben Simmons and John Wall surrounded by a bunch of shooters. And then they still have, they still have the same play style as Harden as far as, like, getting to the basket. But they can get to the basket. They can shoot. Like, that's, so you, that's a good that's a good fog. So you're saying us without a just reliable go-to score at the end of the game is better? Is better than uh, so you say us having the go to score is worse than us having a whole bunch of playmakers, yeah. Like, Pretty who's much. gonna shoot the ball at the end of the game because you don't have Harden anymore? Like, John Wall, I don't trust him to shoot, I trust and, him to shoot over Westbrook. That's true, that's true. That's like, I'm I was a John Wall fan, like, I was so happy we did that. Like, you know, everybody's gonna say, you know, Westbrook's the generational talent, but I mean, we don't, we're not gonna really drop off having John Wall. I don't know, man. I'm I'm hoping Houston at least if we trade James, we gotta it's better not be for no bullshit. I don't know. Man. I can't I, I've thought about this a lot. I can't even think of a trade that works. I'm, I'm there there really it. isn't. There's not a trade that works. Exactly. Not one where they y'all, can do Don't sleep on Ben Simmons, bro. I'm not sleeping, he, bro. And like, he young too, so it's like Harden already like 31. Ben Simmons, like, 24. He's only going to get better. He's, like, a top playmaker. He can defend. James Harden wasn't playing defense. He could defend. He a playmaker. And, like, the coach that they had in fucking Philly wasn't even really utilizing him for real. True. Like, bro, y'all, Ben Simmons has so much more potential and can do so much more for the Rockets team than what James Harden was doing, bro. Because it's exactly what, like, how Kobe said, like, the play style that they was doing don't work. Yeah, it didn't work in the playoffs. It was great for regular season. But I'm saying, so, like, the regular season shit don't matter once the playoffs start. Thanks. I don't know, don't see, this, I this image will be a great pickup for the Rockets, bro. I'm telling you. I'm just waiting to see how it's going to happen in clutch time. I mean, sure, Harden wasn't the most clutch player, but shit. I was just happy to have somebody at the end of the game I know going to go get a bucket. But then you think about it like this, too, is like, so you know how, like, the Warriors played with so much off-ball movement and shit? Yeah. That, not saying, like, they like that, but, like, they could have something similar like that, like, because they, they have a lot of ball movement now, right? But ultimately, it came down to they didn't really have anybody besides Harden who could, like, really create their own shot type shit. 
you add John Wall and Ben Simmons in there, you're setting up people, more ball movement, players just getting open. You got a player in John Wall who's going to go get his shot. You know, so that shit could work, bro. I, I'm a, I like their play style, for sure. No, I love the new play style we have. I was getting bored with the Dan Tony bar, but <laughs> we don't see what happens, man. Okay, who y'all think is going to surprise everybody in the league, either East or West, don't really matter. I'm saying I know everybody's already going this way, but I think people really sleeping on how good Phoenix is going to be. Yeah, I, I would say the Suns. If if people are not already thinking it, then I would say the Suns. Yeah. I, I'd pick the Suns. Uh, I got another one I haven't really seen mentioned. I think the Memphis Grizzlies are going to make the playoffs. I can see it. They're good. Jaw's yeah. good. Dylan Brooks, he's a shooter. He's been great in the preseason. He lost he me some money. Up. They, so now, they, don't got, they don't got Jaron <laughs> Jackson, but, like, uh, they they got Brandon Clark. Like they have the pieces, and they're all kind of they're young enough, where like they they have the team chemistry flowing, and like it's just a bunch of young guys that want to play and win. And I, I I really think they could get to like the second round, honestly. Oh, Jackson still hurt? Yeah, he he uh tore his ACL, I think, oh, or Achilles or something oh, like that. Oh, okay, I ain't know that. Fuck Dylan Brace. That man lost us some money. He he lost all the hype and over some money. <laughs> Chris Paul, my favorite player, and it's fuck Chris Paul still off the free throws. You know exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, bro. Yeah, bro. Missed the free throw to win the game. Shit went to overtime, and they lost. Yep. Damn. <laughs> One point, bro. One point, bro. That's crazy. We're going to get into being sold on picks later, but. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, nah, nah, yeah, no. Nah, let's, let's get into some football, man. We're going to start with the uh, college since, you know, we got college championship week. We got Big championship week slash bowl week starting tomorrow all the way till it looks like Wednesday of next week. Really Thursday. Big Clemson. We got literally a whole week of football, college football coming up starting tomorrow. Yeah, bro. I'm, I ain't even going to go too heavy on them games, bro. Them games, there's so much selling been going on in football. <laughs> oh, yeah, bro. I'm with you. I, I only looked at a couple point totals and the only – College team yeah. that I really had faith in was Clemson. You already yeah. know. Look at look at some overs and a few props here and there. That's about it, bro. Yeah, yes, sir. Big Clemson. Are y'all talking about the spread on Clemson? Yes, sir. So we've I been talking about this all week in Stack. <laughs> Minus 10 and a half, bro. I, I really want to see Notre that. Dame covering that spread 100%. No, they are not. Yes, they are. No, they are not. Why do you have so much faith in Notre Dame? Think about it. Think about it like this: They went to double overtime when Trevor wasn't in, and ETN had a bad game. If to be honest, like he had a, what, a few fumbles. One of those fumbles was a big fumble that they returned for a touchdown, and it still took them to double overtime, and they only won by a touchdown. Trevor Lawrence is back, and Travis ETN is not going to play like that again. This is a revenge game. They're going to blow them out, and we're going to be in the college football playoffs. Talk about it. And we're going to Natty. I'm with you. So, this is the best Notre Dame team we've seen in about 25 years. Um, may, maybe more. I don't know. But their defense is probably a top – in my opinion, it, if you look at the stats, it doesn't say this, but in my opinion, they are a top five defense and have stepped up in every big game they've had, basically. Um, Ian Book, he's legit. 
I know Clemson beat Ian Book 30 to 3 like two years ago or something like that. Trevor Lawrence, he, he, he got him. But Ian, Book, Ian Book's a junior. He's nasty. He, he's been awesome this year. And I don't, I don't, I think it's just going to be a back and forth all game, a defensive back and forth that's like a three point game. Trevor Lawrence gonna put a thousand on their head. That's what I'm saying, bro. Clemson's defense. <laughs> defense scoring the TD tomorrow. Trevor Lawrence gonna put a thousand yards on their head. And <laughs> ETN going for five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I I'll say I I said in the chat I I max bet that Notre Dame spread. I love it. I I think they're covering. We'll see. We we can talk about it live during the we game. See, it's gonna be fun in the chat. Best believe I will be in the voice channel. <laughs> so y'all don't have faith in Ohio State covering that minus eighteen against Notre, uh, Northwestern. I'll take it. I, I I like it to be honest. Yeah, I don't I don't see them not covering that spread. One, they have to go crazy because they missed so many games. They they trying to get into the playoffs, so they have to go crazy. Hasn't it moved to 19? I think, yeah, I think it's like 19, 19. Oh, 19 now. I got mine in the 18 and a half. Yeah, that's good. I would have bought a point. I don't, I don't do them point fives. Those is killers. <laughs> yeah. Let me check. Yeah, I got, I just got faith that Ohio State going to beat them by three touchdowns because Northwestern's Yeah, offense. for sure. For sure. I don't, I don't see them like they, and once they, once we hit to the playoffs, though, I don't really see them going far though. Like we know, we know who's coming out. Yeah, I just hope hopefully this year is Clemson Ohio State just so I can see the two best teams play. <laughs> nah, no, you'll see Notre Dame there. Trust. Uh, even though we know Bama's gonna come in and do what they do, I don't know. I just got I haven't. Time. I'll be honest. I haven't kept up with Bama this year just because they're Bama, and it's just like yeah, they're gonna throttle everybody until we get to the playoffs. It's, it's Bama. Yeah, man, that's that's pretty much where I'm at because I was looking at that Bama-Florida game and I was like, hmm, I don't know if I should take that over or just take Bama spread, but I think I got more faith in that over 74 just because we know Bama's going to score and Florida's going to have to keep up. I can see Bama having like 35 in the first half. Yeah, Florida? Florida, Florida, Florida have a guy hurt? I think Kyle Pitts is playing. I think Kyle Pitts is playing. I think uh, what's the name? Kadarius Tony. That's not like their best playmaker. I know he's playing, and then all the receivers are playing. As far as defensively, I'm not sure. So that's the thing. I know Florida's defense will give up some points, and we know Bama's gonna toss it right over the top of everybody. Here's the thing about Florida, though. Like they just they just lost to LSU, who is pretty garbage this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Literally, and in that game, they didn't really like. They didn't. The people that were injured, that were like their next best, weren't playing. So, like, <laughs> yeah. What? If you lose to an LSU team like that, like, I think Bama just has your number already right off the bat. I want to know if uh, that dude lost his scholarship for that uh, for throwing that cleat. Oh yeah, because boy. <laughs> He got to go. Coach would have got rid of him. You got to go. 
you do I'll pay out chance, bro. To throw a cleat? Nah, you gotta go, bro. You guys looked at Minnesota, Wisconsin at all? I thought about it and I was looking at that over 47. And I was like, Wisconsin's offense might not put up too many points, but Minnesota's not that much better. I I, I like the over, actually. Like, I can see it being, like, a 50-point. I don't think it'll go way over, but, like, I think they could get to 50 points pretty easily. Okay. So, that that's my pick, really, for the game. I don't like the spreads or anything. But... My thing is, Wisconsin has nothing to play for at this point. Well, neither team has anything to play for. And Minnesota's players that they had trying to go to the draft, they're already, you know, declared, so they're not going to be playing. And, you know, once Wisconsin had all them games canceled, they were like, oh, our season's done anyway. Shit. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I could see it being a low-scoring game depending on how the weather is in Wisconsin. But I could see what you're saying as far as it being like 50 points. Because, I mean, Wisconsin can run through Minnesota's defense. I just don't know if they'll be motivated enough to do so. See, but I want see when I think when I think about that though too, it's like are they going to be even motivated to play defense, or are they just going to let people let things them. happen? Hmm. It could go either way, True. you know. Other than that, really, the only other games I was looking at where I was like, okay, I'm having a good feeling about it. The on Saturday it was Arizona State and Oregon State. I hit that uh, over fifty four because everybody thought Arizona State was gonna be a slouch because they hadn't played them with two or three weeks, and then they came and put up like fifty something points. Like blew out, they blew out their last opponent by forty some points. And then Oregon State, they've been a pretty consistent team all year, even from the beginning when they played Washington. So I have faith in both offenses putting up at least twenty five, close to thirty. So I was hitting that Arizona State, Oregon State over 54. I haven't even looked at that game, honestly. I've only no, I've only really kept up with a couple Pac-12 teams this year, and it was Washington, and then I really just love Arizona State. Like, everything about that program is pretty good. So, like, as far as Pac-12 goes, those are the only two teams. I watch a little bit of USC, but at this point, I don't really care. Arizona State won by 63 points last week. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And they're only – all right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you on that. There you go. I got you. All right. And that's the thing. Arizona State's not going to do anything but get better, too. Like, the program as a whole, they've been recruiting like hell. The coaching staff and everything is developing people. Like, Arizona State is really going to be a powerhouse – I want to say in a couple of years, as long as they stay consistent. But Arizona State as a program is really looking up. So, yeah, that over 54, I really think that can hit. And I think it could hit maybe first half, depending on how Oregon State plays on offense. I don't know who runs the athletic, like the recruiting at Arizona State, but they've been on the come up in football and basketball and, and I think women's basketball too. Yeah. They, they've been – shout out to them. They've been killing it. And then my last lock, I pretty much say it's a lock because I know both teams like to score a lot of the BYU-UCF game on Tuesday. <laughs> that What's the over? I, haven't, I didn't look at that one yet, but what is there a number for it yet? I got it at 70. So I think it's going to move. Right now it's at 70 and a half. 
So I'm looking at 35-35. Uh, that sounds easy to me. BYU can score 40, 45 easy. And we we all know UCF will put up 60. It, shit, should we take alternate spreads at 100 points? Oh, shit. I don't know if I want to go that high. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I I beat the, that game actually isn't available on my book. Oh, okay. So you might yours might pop up on Sunday or something like that. Once I don't know, you know, bet now got it up ready, got it ready to go right now. Yeah, the farthest I got is tomorrow at like tomorrow night. That's it. it my my book's slow at the at the game sometimes. Like they kind of they kind of feel it out. So they uh they they like wait to see what everybody else makes the lines, and they kind of go right smack in the middle of everything. Well, I'm not on one of those big books. I mean, I do have DraftKings though, but that's not the, the uh, that's not this book. I need FanDuel to go ahead and get out of here. I I wish I had FanDuel. My state has an exclusive deal with DraftKings, so that's all we'll ever have. You've been betting any college basketball lately? Man, hold on, let me check because I played what you did today about um I played the Drake pick. And then I did the BYU pick that you dropped today. So that hit for me. Uh, I'm trying to remember who I had earlier. Hopefully West Virginia does what they need to do. And right now it's a close game. Yeah, the West Virginia one's close. Uh, Western Michigan hit, Drake hit, uh, mm. BYU hit, I believe. Yeah, it did. I, I love college basketball. It's my favorite one to bet. I think I think it's just because I, I grew up around basketball so much. I, I like love watching it and everything, especially college and like the recruiting process. So like, all this stuff is just super interesting to me. And it it's honestly easy, I think, because you can kind of just ride the rankings for a lot of stuff with betting college basketball. Let me see. Yeah, the only. The okay. only- I think, like, for some reason, college sports is, like, a lot easier, and it's more exciting than professional sports for real. No, I, I could agree with that. Definitely agree. Like, college football is so much more exciting than the NFL for real. And they don't do, like, they, they like, they don't stop. You know, like, NFL teams, they'll nail that, like, once the fourth quarter gets to, like, 130. College football, they playing until the clock hits zero for real. Mm-hmm. And college yeah. football, you don't got anybody running out at the one yard line. <laughs> like that don't make no sense. <clears throat> yeah, college football to me is way more exciting than NFL. It's probably just the pace that they play at too. But like, thinking about how like through the pandemic and like everybody's talking about not having fans, it's kind of like it, it don't hit the same. Like you think about it in college sports, like the arenas are so much louder than some of the professional shit. I'm with you. I a thousand percent agree with you. Especially basketball. I don't know. I feel like ba- college basketball is for sure. They got a lot more passion than NBA. You for sure. It, yeah, you're saying it for football. <clears throat> it's because college basketball is more of like a team sport. I feel like. Because in the NBA, the guys are getting paid. I mean, they all, it's a team sport there, up there, obviously, too. But like in college basketball, like you're just there to to win a championship, honestly. 
yeah. and win your conference. Like it, it's a little, it's just so much different from the NBA. Like, and like they hungry to get that to get that bigger spot too. So like everybody really playing with a purpose as opposed to like in the NBA, like playing is taking nights off. Like they're not really like going 110. But everybody in college still got something to prove. So of course they're coming out every night trying to put on their best. Thanks. You have any picks uh for NCAA basketball for tomorrow? For tomorrow? Um, I'm going uh Zags and um Iowa. Yeah, Zags and Iowa with the over. Yes, sir. Big Iowa. That's gonna be a great game to watch. I I don't know if I could pick a winner. But I love the over for it. Both yeah. teams just score 100 points a game. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, I'm with y'all on that one. they saying this is probably like game of the year, too. Yeah, no, that it's like it's almost like a preview of the March Madness uh, of the championship yeah. game, in my opinion. Yeah. This definitely is going to have that feel. Yeah, I'm not no. taking no spread. Y'all, y'all look at the uh, North Carolina Kentucky game. Over under the 140. Uh, I was like, leaning, I would, leaning towards North Carolina. I'm probably just going to take the over for that, too. Yeah, it's just 140. I feel like One, both. I, I don't know if I like the over. Kentucky can't score the basketball. That's but like, can't. really, all we need them to do is hit like 70, 60. Really, they get to 60. If, it, if it's like, if they hit like 67, I think, and uh, North Carolina hit like 73, it'll go over. Yeah. You don't need to, I'm not expecting like no blowout, but like as long as we hit like mid 70s, mid 60s for each team, we'll be straight. I don't know. Part of me was thinking of taking that North Carolina minus three just because. Uh, this one like 3.5. <laughs> oh, it's 3.5 now? Yeah. Oh, I'm man. literally looking at the lines right now too. <laughs> okay. Yeah, three. I mean, three point yeah. five. That's still that's still not bad, just because of exactly what Tivo said. Kentucky can't score, and honestly, I thought North Carolina was going to get blown out against Notre Dame because Notre Dame was the more experienced team and everything, and it looked like Roy Williams turned everybody up. I didn't think they would get blown out, but I was like, I didn't expect Duke to come out like that. I mean, North Carolina, like that was. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I, have, I think Notre Dame was plus four. I looked at the score. Duke, uh, North Carolina was up like 30. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah. That Notre Dame doesn't shoot great sometimes. They're they're very inconsistent, but. That, that was crazy. Just like picking them in the beginning of the season, and you're like, damn, like they're not living up to the standard. They're not. They barely covering the spread. And then they come out and blow them out. I was like, damn. Exactly. Please keep that up. <laughs> I, I got another bias take for, for college basketball here. Um, the UConn men are better than they're ranked. Yeah. This this UConn team is really deep, and they, they're actually disgusting, in my opinion. They, they, they got a couple of big-time recruits. They have this one guy, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he's a rebounding machine. He's a freshman. And he's just huge. Like they I think they can they can compete. They'll probably be like a six seed or so, maybe an eight seed in March Madness once March comes around. I think they're playing Creighton coming up actually. So that should be a good game. 
Not to tap into that one. Yeah, I like Crane. They made me a lot of money. <laughs> All right. So, normally we don't have this, but we got two NFL games tomorrow. Let's get to Big it. Bills. Big Bills, definitely. What you think Bills, about this? Bills, Denver, and uh, the other one's Green Panthers, Bay Packers. Yes, sir. I'm yeah, going to like Packers. Bills. I like Bills and Packers tomorrow. Those should be... Those should be easy wins, but I, the NFL has been nuts the last like five weeks. So, okay, so y'all feel y'all feel more safe taking money lines in both the games than let's say Bills minus five and Green Bay minus eight. I don't I don't like that. Yeah, I I probably I'm gonna put them in a teaser. I'll I'll take Bills minus five. I don't like Green Bay minus, minus eight because it's it's too weird of a number almost. Like I, I'd want, I'd want like six Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna put both of those point spreads in a teaser. Okay. I did. I'd probably do like a, a six point teaser. That's you said. The odds should be like minus one twenty or something like that. So I'm not expect that. Yeah, I, I saw that minus eight, and I was like, yeah, nah, I'm not trusting that because Matt Rule will mess around and he'll have a game plan just for him to keep it to seven. Yeah, you ever you ever look at a spread and you're just like, it doesn't feel right. Yeah. Like you, you get like spooked almost. That was definitely that. <laughs> That's how that game feels. It, it just feels like a trap game to me. And yeah, I, I, I can't do it. Double digit spreads. Anytime I see a double digit spread, I'm like, you might as well take that plus whatever it is because that's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. I don't I don't like the over unders on those either. I might look into a couple of props, but I I have to see what they are. I don't know if they're out yet. They might be out on some books. But anything, yeah, I'd probably look at Devontae Adams and Stefan Diggs props and leave it alone. Uh I might look at Mike Davis rushing yards because running backs have been doing okay against against the Packers. So I gotta I gotta see what that that line is, but I'd look into the rushing yards on that one. I'll look into it. I'm definitely going to Devontae Adams anytime TD. Almost definitely. That's good money every week. Y'all get a chance to look at the NFL lines yet? Uh, I really just looked at the uh, I looked at the Chiefs because Michael Thomas is going to be out Sunday. Yeah, I heard that. And Breeze, I, I honestly don't understand why Breeze is playing in this game. Like, bro, just – it's okay. He's probably <laughs> doing it for chill. somebody. He's definitely going to yeah, have some man. in his contract. He, he needs to chill. He wants that touchdown record. Yeah, that's all it is. He wants that money. One sack, one sack and it's over for him. <laughs> Can we talk about the Patriots-Dolphins game real quick? Uh, okay. Because <laughs> – I so I'm not I'm not bet I refuse to bet on this game because I, I don't know what to do, but Big Bill Belichick is has a fantastic track record against rookie quarterbacks, and we got two of playing in this game. Only one time has a quarterback uh, thrown more uh, touchdowns than interceptions versus Bill Belichick, like a rookie quarterback, in like the last twenty years or so. So the spread is only one and a half, and it just—it's a trap. I think. 
I'm, I'm not going to fall for it this time. I, I love Bill Belichick, but if it's, too, it's too much of a trap, this game right here. I hear you, but I can't even count on two hands how many times I was like, oh, yeah, the Patriots are going to beat the Dolphins, and the Dolphins beat the Patriots. Like, the Patriots always struggle with the Dolphins. Well, no, that, I'm agreeing with you. I'm saying take the Dolphins here if you're going to bet the game. I want to take the Patriots, but you got to take the Dolphins. I'm definitely it's only Brian minus Flores. one and a half. My fault, bro. I'm definitely taking Brian Flores in that game. Definitely. Hopefully he gets coach of the year. I think he will, 100%. Because the Dolphins, like the offense, like you said, besides the rookie quarterback and what Bill Belichick does, Brian Flores got the Dolphins playing like – they used to when Ricky Williams was there. Plus, Brian Flores is a former Patriot coach. Like he might, he, he knows the system. Yeah, he's got to know what what they got up their sleeves a little bit. Yeah. But yeah. So if you, I'm not betting on that game. But if anybody taking, out there, I'm gonna take this break. Are betting that game? Just take the Dolphins minus one and a half. I wanna, I wanna say take Patriots money line, but don't do it. What other games we got? Hey, man. I'm not going to lie. I was looking at that Chicago. Dolphins is definitely winning by at least a touchdown. You said Dolphins for sure winning by a touchdown? You said Chicago who? I said I was yeah, looking Yeah, I think Chicago. Dolphins for sure winning by a touchdown. Okay. Yeah, I was at looking least. at Chicago and Minnesota, and honestly, uh, I don't know. Something tells me that this would be the game where Chicago's defense just does something at the end of the game to save them because Kirk Cousins might choke. This all, these are always the games. Chicago's defense always does their thing against Kirk Cousins. Chicago's defense is good. Like they their secondary is pretty uh their secondary is pretty damn good this year. Um I I had I had some numbers on it that I don't remember and I'm not going to look up but uh I I just like their defense a lot and and they got Khalil Mack who's great against the run. So they kind of got their bases covered against Minnesota. I can see it being like a, a three point game. Yeah, I can see the Bears. I can see the Bears winning by more than three. One, they just gave the Texans like thirty. Mm-hmm. But like you said, the Vikings, Kirk Cousins really can't throw. So the Bears defense can shut that down. And like Tebow said about the run, I don't see Vikings being able to move the ball at all. That's exactly what I'm saying. I'm expecting. And after you put up thirty on the Texans. My bad, my bad. Nah, you good, yeah. I mean, them putting up 30 on the Texans, but right. the, the Texans defense is trash. But I'm just looking at, like, exactly. I think so, they're going to keep it close. I'm looking, I'm looking at this right here. The Bears actually might be without their two starting cornerbacks, which changes things a lot, in my opinion. Because if, if they're both out at Thielen and Jefferson might have a field day. Mm-hmm. Wow, I I, I just I just read that live breaking news for me at least. I I don't know what to do now. Yeah, I didn't know. I thought everybody was healthy last. I knew about it, so yeah, that's news to me. Okay, then yeah, we might have to scratch that. We might have to just take that Minnesota minus three. I might have to do that. <laughs> yeah. But see, them be the kind of games I just leave alone because I'm like, nah, it's it's too much. It's too much. Like back and forth for me. I'm not even going to touch that game. See, it's the kind of game where, like, you see that and you're like, all right, I'm going to take minus three and then, like, come time the game's about to start, oh, they're playing. 
I have one upset that I think people might sleep on. Who's that? Washington and Seattle. Ooh. What you seeing there? Ron Rivera's bro, I, I mean, I just trust Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera's got Washington, especially on the defensive end. Like they've been playing lights out. And as far as D line, secondary wise, Washington I won't say they match up very well with Seattle, but they can do enough to contain everybody. So I could see Ron Rivera and them have keeping the game close with Seattle just because, you know, Russ is being very inconsistent right now. Uh, I can't remember who's going to be the quarterback for Washington this week, though. Is it, still uh, gonna be? it might be Alex Smith. I, I don't remember what the last one nah, I'm pretty is. sure they said uh, Alex Smith is out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I don't remember who's going to be the quarterback. So that's what I'm saying. I, I part of me Dwayne saying Haskins. that this is the game where they get where they upset Seattle just because of that. But I got to see who's the quarterback. They uh they said Dwayne Haskins uh they announced that today actually. Okay. So yeah, no, yeah, I'm gonna leave that alone. Dwayne Haskins is talented, but Ron Rivera doesn't mess with him for some reason. So I didn't, I didn't leave that alone. Who else we got? Uh, a trap game, as far as the spread goes, might be that LA Rams and Jets game. Nah, I'm not even overthinking that. Thinking that one, I'm gonna take taking the Rams for sure. What's the spread? Seventeen. Yeah, I like that. You feel more safe with the spread minus 17 or taking the over under 43, 43 and a half? Nah, I'm going to take the spread. Okay. Yeah. Uh, mm, the Jets been playing okay, though. Didn't I probably, won't, I probably won't, week, I probably won't bet on them on that game, but they, see, I it kind of does feel like a trap to me, too. 17 points is a lot of points, even against the Jets. I said that last week, and then Seattle went in there and – Yeah. <laughs> they won, what, like – they blew them out by, like, 37 points, yeah, I think. It was like, 40 to 3. It was disgusting. <laughs> nah, I think the Rams could definitely pull it off. You guys like uh, – so the spread for this game is – Giants is six and a half. Giants Browns, and it, I think it's gonna be either a super ugly game or like a, just another competitive like the Browns last two games. I kind of like Giants six and a half here. Mm. My, I mean, because the Giants defense isn't bad. It's not that bad. The Giants have a great run defense, and that's yeah, that defense that's good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Run defense is good, but then we got to get to the secondary because if it gets to the point where they've stopped the run and they just, oh, dumping shit down to the tight ends or we're getting Jarvis in the short game, then will they open up some stuff? That's true. My thing is if they stop if they stop Chubb and Hunt and they get Baker just dumping everything down to Njoku and everybody, then something's going to open up. 
eventually mm-hmm. eventually either Kareem or Chubb's gonna bust one if they get Baker to where he's throwing check downs the whole time. I'm sitting here looking at the Browns last couple games and I'm like, wow, like they've really been rolling on offense. Maybe I maybe I take it back. That's what I'm saying. I'll I'll stick by it. Giants six and a half, but now I'm nervous about it, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm gonna just go against you. Just like, teaser, okay. teaser, teaser, teaser. <laughs> we can revisit it next week and talk about it. I'm gonna go ahead and take that Browns minus six and a half. All right. Let's see. And I think, eh, I don't want to overthink this one. That Baltimore Jacksonville game. What's the, the spread? Spread is thirteen. Over under is forty eight. I don't know. Uh, Jaguars defense is still pretty decent. Haven't the Jaguars been covering a lot? Yeah, I believe so. I think I bet that uh, was it. The did they play the Packers? It was some somebody. The spread mm-hmm. was like fourteen or something like that, and the Jaguars like made it like a three point game. And ever since, like I've just been like the Jaguars can cover. Yeah, I would. I would take the Jags on the teaser too. That Jags plus 13. Yeah, I could feel it. Yeah, y'all giving me some good picks, actually. I'm finna, as soon as we get off of here, I'm finna go put me a little parlay in real quick. Okay. And I wasn't really, I, I didn't really look into the San Francisco Dallas game too much because it's a gross game. Yeah, I, I really don't care either way. Like that one's just really a toss up. Dallas could blow them out, San Francisco could blow them out. Like it's, it's stupid. But then Pittsburgh and Cincinnati on that Monday night game. Spreads 13, the over unders 40. I don't know what the weather's gonna be like, but I don't see why Pittsburgh can't put up 40 on Cincinnati by themselves. Yeah, hundred percent. Although I think the spread it's it's thirteen, right? You said? Yeah, on I'll, t- I'll take that easy. No Joe Burrow, Steelers. I know the Steelers have hit a wall. But like, it's still the Steelers. Their defense is good. Um, Cincinnati is Cincinnati. That's really all I got to say about them. Um, and their defense is their their defense just gives up so many touchdowns. So I don't know. All right, y'all. We appreciate y'all for listening to the first episode of the Stacker Sports Podcast. We appreciate y'all for listening. Y'all stay tuned for next week. And again, stack don't lack. Yo, shout out to the Parlay Posse. And we'll see y'all next week. Appreciate y'all. Peace.